are you recording from when you said and or from when I said record? Oh, man. I mean, oh. that's, that's, that's George work. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was I'm So Tired by Lauv and Troy Sivan. I tell you what, lads, I'm not so tired of your wonderful music. I'm Damien Benedict. Who are you? I'm George Schmidt. Hello. Hi. I, do you know what? I was expecting you to flounder, but also go, I'm Damien Benedict. And I had a whole gag about, well, this is going to be racist. But never mind. Oh, fuck. We'll just do it like that. <laughs> so, George, take two, take two. how's I'm your centre part? <laughs> in light of, um, well, the movie that we are just about to discuss, I fashioned it into a delightful ponytail. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're the best ponytails. Ponytails that are made from hair. That just come from around the head. I think even if I had hair that's how on you the, get t- the longest, yeah, that's how you get the longest ponytail. That's, that's how you get the, the longest ponytail. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's only buffed by hair coming out of your ears. That's the only thing that could possibly make a ponytail like that even more powerful. If I had hair on the top of my head, I still wouldn't use that in my ponytail. That would just be sort of like there, you know, like an mm. eraser sort of thing. And okay. I'd just use the the hair from around my head, you know. The problem, the okay. problem, yeah, I, I'm in this weird sort of Jason Statham place where I don't really have enough baldness to, to actually be bald in the middle. <laughs> so, the, so you know, so then I've got this choice, right? Of do I let, do I just shave my head and wait for that, or do I actually like take a bick but just to the middle of the head so I can grow the sides out? Because that would, I'd have to get that right, otherwise that would look weird. Reverse mohawk, but with no breadth to it whatsoever. <laughs> Reverse mohawk, so it's not rounded or anything. It is just like I've taken a fucking wide razor and done like one stripe down my head. But like, until like I did a... that, I wasn't bald at all. <laughs> it's only a three-inch stroke as well, so it doesn't even reach the back of the head. It looks—it's really <laughs> fucked up. It's like a—it's like—it's like a fryer tuck, but made by a robot that was capable of a single action. All the while, you know, you've been trying to nurture this ponytail you're talking about, taking the medoxinal to your ears. And granted, you know, it, it's working, you know, for like a hair growth drug. Um, but you've only really reached like three inches and it's not—it's just nowhere near the fucking length you need to kind of tie it back to, there. To you look it, yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No one's going to believe that money is too tight to mention until I get it right down, right down my spine. But saying all that, out of both of us, even with that, I still wouldn't have the most embarrassing haircut. Because only one of us had hair that went past our nipple. Well, I would hair say that's that was, not really a haircut. Hair that was that straight absence of haircut. No, because it was right, because you've got to imagine this. You've got to imagine Damien with super long hair that is that is it, it looks like it was straightened daily. Right? It just <laughs> fell. There was no volume to it, it just fell. You look like Curly from Coronation Street. Any old women from Britain who are at least 50 years old, they'll have got that joke, all right? Oh, yeah, and I'm sure they're puss... Do you know what I hate? I hate the gelatin around pork pies. You know, in between the actual sort of pie and the pork. The gelatin. Yes, no, I think it's fucking disgusting as well until I, I realised it's supposed to serve as a reminder that you're supposed to heat these motherfuckers up rather than eat them straight out of the packet. Not even before you've left Sainsbury's to walk back to school. <laughs> right, but but I bought a pate the other day and the same thing was on top. You're not meant to heat ah. pate. Mm. No, you're not, but I think that's put there for another reason. To I mean, seal in freshness, maybe? All I can think of is, like, that's the sort of ectoplasm that they put chunks of meat in for dogs isn't it 
I'm, that's you're precisely right. That's yeah. exactly what they get it from. Yeah. Except in terms of pate, that's where they, they get it from. Like they buy, they buy a tin of dog food to get the jelly out, and then they just throw the dog food away. Basically, yeah, they just press it. That's how you know you get a nice little terrine mold. That's what you do. Um, I guess what they'll do is they'll warm up the dog food first, so the gelatin becomes a liquid state, and they can just pipe that on all nicey nicey. It'll obviously you know seek out all the crevices and what you press that, and you get a perfect shape. But uh, that that is yeah. I mean that's what goes on. I mean I know I'm I'm in the business, my friend. Yeah. Of pork. Skin you're in. And worth the extra. Oh boy. Pork and most definitely animal shortening. What, is, what does that mean? Animal shortening? Oh, animal shortening is just animal fat. It's just a, a more polite term for yeah, shit they've rendered out in a huge fucking pan. Invariably gelatin and, f well, fat. Well, why shortening... Uh... Why shortening politer than well, saying I mean, fat? I mean, well, well, like, like, shortening just famous... just made me think that there's a donkey there and it's just stood in in a room that is covered in ceramic tiles, just waiting with its little hat that its its ears are poking through, thinking it's going to get a carrot, and then just some terrible circular saw comes and just takes the bottom foot of it off. <laughs> That's not polite. Oh, so you're you're talking about literally shortening the animal? Well, that's the word. You know, with fat, I know what that is. Well, that's the whole point. It's you know, it's there to misguide because you know they put animal shortening in you know many, 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 many products where you wouldn't expect to find animal fat. Mm -hmm. So they put shortening on the packet so that, so it disarms people basically. Yeah. Famously, like Twinkies have a lot of animal fat in them, but they they put shortening so people don't go, "Ugh, that's fucking revolting." Yeah. What are you doing to me, man? Yeah, they only do that after they've fucking bitten into it. <laughs> I, okay. But at that point, they've made a sale, so they don't give a fuck. I, mean, I have many, many questions about you knowing what a Twinkie is, but but before that, here is a list of products with ad, with animal shortening. I was going to say adult shortening with animal shortening. Jaffa cakes, Walkers barbecue crisps, oh. mini milkers, banana flavor. Eggs. <laughs> I'm a yeah. I, I looked at a note and it just said Thor Ragnarok on it. <laughs> Is that a food? <laughs> Can I? Sorry, excuse me, madam. Um, I asked for rice Ragnarok. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Seems to be a large oh, blonde me. man. Oh, so you're saying it was previously frozen? Well, I mean, if we're honest, you know, this is this is just this is just about selling hip tang. <laughs> How many cases have you shifted, by the way? Well, you're fucking buzzing at this point. Yes, yeah, especially oh, the ultra paradise flavour. Mmm, people love that. <laughs> I can't believe I got the estate of John Candy to release the likeness of his image. On the side of it. John Candy would have loved Hip Tang. See if you can find a, a nice disheveled picture where he looks quite unbecoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'll be like, um, hi, the estate of John Candy. I was wondering if I could use uh, a likeness of John Candy on his deathbed for an advert. Uh, sorry, what did you say? I don't see why they would ever have a fucking problem with that. He's still making people laugh after a million years of being dead. Be like, oh, well, you know... I guess getting that photographer in to take all those photos of John Candy on a deathbed really did pay off, didn't it, Sheila? I mean, I guess it's going to be quite devastating when you find out they didn't actually do that. Would you, um, would you move to have the corpse unearthed? 
I mean, every time you talk shit here, you know, it, it's uh, I, I, people don't realize that for you, it's actually quite damaging if we can't corroborate this stuff. So you do furiously <laughs> jam up Wikipedia as soon as you put the phone down. Yeah, I'm in with James Randi because I told him that every, I'm one of those people that uh, is affected by this this weird genome that means I can't lie. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, everything you said could be true. And I was like, yes, it could. Could be. <laughs> and and then, he, then he touched his beard and he went, bloody hell. I'm and, so and glad you said beard. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. have you met her? <laughs> uh, so listen, before I forget, uh, well done to everybody who won the competition uh, last week. Obviously, we're doing twins. Before we start Twins, I am going to read a line from the film we're going to be talking about next time. Uh, see if you can guess what movie this line is from. I too am having much loneliness. <laughs> Do you know it? No, I don't. Not at all. Um, I don't. Please don't quiz me on this stuff anymore because I, I'm never going to get it. <laughs> okay. Oh, it tickles me. I too am suffering much loneliness. I too am having much loneliness. And am having much loneliness. Yeah. Write a I comment! I can't tell who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, who am I talking to? Yeah, you hung up ages ago. Okay, well listen, before we start talking about twins, uh, there is something I wanted to, to tell you about. Uh, a tiny story, uh, but something that infuriated me I got a phone call on my cell phone the other day. I have a cell phone. That's right. Picked it up and said, hello. And the person on the other end said something like, hello, this is Sharon from Ace Debt Collector Agency. Thank you for picking up. Am I talking to Jim Smith? And I said, okay. I said, no, I think you've got the wrong number. And do you know what she said? She said, you're not Jim, you're not Jim Smith. And I said, no, you've got the wrong number. And she said, oh, okay, do you know him? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Do I know him? Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think about that? The research end of that um, place could do with a bit of a uh, bit of fluffing. What? I mean, what, yeah. what was the plan? I, what? I, I mean, if... Yeah, I do. Yes, I do, actually. I do know Jim. Well, the, oh, what? the plan was obviously to deputise you, you know. <laughs> I'm Wait, sure they could have take made it official over the phone. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna send you. Uh, we're gonna gonna send you a little file. Just press print. A gun will a gun will come out. Uh, I don't have a printer. <laughs> a gun will come out. No, it's just a little badge that you can kind of cut out. You know, presumably have your own safety scissors. Yeah. Um, you go to the kitchen, you I mean, know, kitchen drawers where you keep the cutlery and what have you. For it, some reason, you inexplicably have sellotape in there, but you take it out anyway. Important, tape it to your fucking, important fucking to tits. note. Important to note with the badge, though, that it does not give you the authority to push people about until you colour it in. <laughs> See, that's where they won't help out. You're going to have to spring for your own Crayolas. I'm afraid. Yeah, I'll say it was Crayola, but I'll I'll just use one of those family dollar brand you know one of those ones that's made out of you know fucking like stamped ash well that's it that's that i think is a grave mistake because obviously what you color it in with the color will indicate your rank i don't know so if you're ah, like, to like really, a really go to like so if you're prepared to go to like one of those nice craft stores and really spring for like one of those those gold pens which cost like a five or a pop you know like the metallic 
fucking inks and stuff like that, that will really cement your fucking place. You know? A debt yeah, collector general, then. I mean, if you saw another guy, he's got his little badge, you can, t- you know, if he hasn't, if he lacks the goal, any, anything below, you know, he's basically your bitch. Presumably the end of this story is you tracking people down in the city centre, right? And you find, like, a nice ring of people that have also been harangued into this terrible fucking situation. Well, that, that would have happened, but I had to change the wheel on my Segway. And that is a much more interesting story. Do tell. I bet they are hard to change, aren't they? I imagine it's just a write-off, you know. I imagine it's just go straight into the fucking canal after that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was going to say bonfire, but, uh, you know, you're definitely, you know, you're you're showing your roots with uh, with that one, I'm afraid. I love the idea. (laughs) I fucking love the idea of having a segue, and it just, like, the wheel gets, gets slightly damaged and just, like, flipping it. With the foot into the <laughs> fuck that then, fuck off into just, just over the fucking road into traffic. Imagine just yeah, ha- straight ha- through the windscreen. <laughs> just having enough disposable income to just be like, oh fuck that. Couldn't ride a bike like that to save my fucking life. You can't I ride a bike though, can you? I can't ride a bike at all. No, 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 no. Like, well, I mean, definitely no. I mean, I'm I I, I shouldn't try to. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm fucking useless. Could you balance on a bike? <laughs> Yeah, I could do all that. I just haven't ridden one since I was like seven. Oh, you can still ride it though. Have you never heard that expression? Wearing high heels is something you don't forget. Actually, that I am a little bit more familiar with. Yeah, right. If you sub uh, women's heels with women's underwear. What, I've never forgotten how to do that. What makes it a woman's underwear? Just the fact, I mean, just the, the fact that it is, it does, it really does have no room for a cock and balls. Yes, yeah. I mean, I was going to say the complete lack of functionality. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, dude. I've got quite a lot of men's underwear that has a complete lack of fucking functionality. <laughs> really can see that buying cheap underwear is no longer a fucking viable path for me. It is a false economy, isn't it? It is a false economy. <laughs> like, fucking three pieces of underwear for five quid? That's not bad. And then you realise... Bargain, oh, snap Jesus. it up. Yeah. <laughs> It, because like two weeks later you've walked worn out a little bit and you just have your fucking nutsack hanging out of this one surprisingly <laughs> small you don't really yeah. know how, how they fucking popped out but when you're fucking walking you're halfway back from the fucking corner shop and you're like oh for fuck's sake and you've got to do something about it because you know at any point you're going to take one wrong step and that's going to be it you know it's <laughs> more like it, left of them. this underwear is made out of the black oil from the X-Files and it just cannot wait to fucking find its way up my ass. fucking hell (laughs) what a fucking nightmare image that is jesus christ for so many reasons thank god it's attached to the elastic it's the only thing keeping it back it's not it's not elastic though it's like it's like a medieval fucking like chastity belt it's like a chain. i was gonna say i love the idea of you keeping your fucking pants on a leash that's what that's what my underwear is it's it's a belt that goes around my my hips and and it's essentially just like a loincloth hanging off the belt but the loincloth is sentient <laughs> And it vies for its freedom at every possible opportunity. I have to say, Damien, it's a bit of a fucking nu- nuisance. Every other fucking minute, it's fucking rumpus with this fucking thing, and I can't be doing with it. But it's true, isn't it? It, it is a false economy. It's like buying really cheap toilet paper. Hmm. It's it's never worth it. No, of course not. The temptation is always there, but, I mean, I've made the mistake of 
of doing that, and you may as well be wiping your ass with sandpaper. Like it must be like that in prison. Uh, do, th- do you think they have toilet paper in prison? I mean, do they is fucking it? deserve it? I just use Ralph Harris's fucking face, if I'm honest. <laughs> what an interesting pull for famous guy in prison. It's just, <laughs> I think he's out. I was just, yeah, is he? I don't know. I thought I just presumed he died in there. Oh, we get to play Is That Celebrity Dead then? <laughs> well, we should do a jingle. Do a jingle then. Welcome to Is That Celebrity Dead? Forever. No, he's still very much alive. Is that what it says? Is that the actual diagnosis? Very much alive. Was, yeah, there's a webpage. Uh, Rolf Harris, very much alive. Dot NZ. Someone <laughs> that, that's is quite invested all the. Uh, <laughs> someone's quite invested in the antipodes, I see. I'm on the uh, Sky News website, and the first picture has come up. It's like, that's a fucking weird moustache. I mean, that surely alarm bells are ringing when someone does that to their fucking face. Well, I, I guess people would have said that, and in the past people have been like, ah, Jimmy Savile wasn't a paedophile, and he looks weirder. <laughs> he doesn't have a moustache. He doesn't have a moustache. Uh-huh. Yeah. I guess that's uh, that's right, though. <laughs> I see what you mean. It's almost like there are two caterpillars trying to get into his nostrils at the same time. Yeah. I, 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 I was gonna, my my angle was that, um, you know, it's highlighting exactly where the Hitler moustache would go, really. Oh, it's yeah, so it's sort of like, like place Hitler moustache here. Yeah, kind of. And it's kind of like it will gently cradle it once you pop it in, like a jigsaw piece. What if Hitler, that's Hitler what, had, had had that moustache, but he'd had... A chin strap beard as well. I mean, I'm sure that would look a chin strap beard, so they're fucking tits. The Holocaust would I mean, have never I... have happened because people like from day one people would have been like from Hitler being a young man, people would have been like, That Hitler guy's really cool, look at his mustache and he wouldn't have felt the need to be a dick. Well exactly. No, I mean if he had a fucking good chin strap like that, he'd have been too busy crushing ass all over fucking Helmut come town. back here. <laughs> They always talk about, you know, going back in Hitler time. Hitler says to Hitler a tiny little Dachshund. No, I... I, I <laughs> well, we, in a com- completely separate image. He wasn't bumming it or anything. I just want to, you know... <laughs> Too fucking late. <laughs> it's perfect. Fucking perfect. Do you, know, do you know why sausage dogs exist? Like, you know why they were bred to look like that? They're, do tell. They were bred to hunt badgers. Badgers? Yeah, and they're that shape so they can go into badger sets and kill badgers. But badgers are like twice the size. Do they not see they not see the error in the the, the design here? Well, this Surely is this is this is a critical this is a critical component of hunting, right? And this is a bit of a trade secret. I'm going to let you into. The trick is oh. is you you and this is the technical term you absolutely fucking outnumber them. But I mean, again, if if, if they're trying to if the, the idea is they're then a bred to fit into the warrens and what have you, they surely they can't overwhelm them. It's got to be one at a time. I don't imagine as soon as you get you breach that threshold that well, no, what the badger has made for itself is an, it's an incredibly lush, spacious fucking three bedroom fucking warren down there. But luckily, the Dachshund has like a little a little L torch, you know, a torch that sort of like a plumber would have, and a handgun, <laughs> and a little helmet. Oh, yeah, so what we we have skipped over is, is that the, uh, if you. I mean, I've never owned a da- uh, Dachshund, but um, but clearly you have. Um, uh, clearly, what I yes, clearly. Is that, yeah. It was Hitler's um, Dachshund. Is that they've been bred to have thumbs as well. Opposable thumbs. Just very tiny, but enough that they can operate a very small handgun. 
Yeah, and the ability to hold their arm in front of them. You see, that's where dogs <laughs> are going wrong, isn't it? More before, You've got before, no elbows. Before we even get onto the fucking opposable thumb thing, they can't even, you know... No, they just don't, you know, no. No, I'm saying no for dogs. I mean, you obviously have to draw them out if you can only send one Dachshund in at the time because they just, you know, Dachshund sticks its head in and the badger's going to take a right fucking chunk out of it. It's gone. You know, it's right off. And so if there's no, there's no hope of overwhelming, you have to draw it out. And if that's the case, why would you overwhelm it with fucking Dachshunds? You may as well be there with, like, Turkish Shepherds and a fucking blunderbuss. Instead, you know, point the barrel, like, in the fucking warren, right? And just like, make sure there's no usable meat left. It's like Job done. It's like two Germans in 1850, like, Lederhosen in the middle of a forest, looking at these holes in the ground. And one being like, ah, oh, fucking ba- Ah, oh, fucking badgers! Okay, Sven, bring bring the concrete here! Cement mixer backing up, and them just fucking filling these things. And they pull it out of the ground, and it makes this beautiful art. They fill it with copper. And then they pull it out and say, like, yeah, big ants made this. Fucking fat-ass hairy ants. <laughs> fucking, fucking, yeah, that's what badgers are. They're <laughs> just fucking oh, fat-ass hairy ants. And now it's time for... <laughs> what line is this movie from? Or something. Which, which is going to give it away to Damien. The line is, may I have these, craphead? <laughs> <laughs> may I have these, craphead? <laughs> Dude. So now the first line makes a lot more sense Horn to you, doesn't it? <laughs> I too am having Flim much loneliness. <laughs> I too am having much loneliness, said a very white man. <laughs> Give me a hug. Oh, does that mean I have to watch it again for next next time round? What do you mean again? You've never seen it all the way through. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> not sober, no. Well, I've definitely seen it all the way through, but I've never seen Sinjina all the way through. I've only ever seen the beginning, 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 and the end. I see Sinjina is quite, is quite nice, actually. No, because, it's terrible. No, I mean, in terms of our history, that's like a nice little gem, because we've watched loads of these, like, movie review shows online and what have you, and no one has ever, ever touched Sinjina. I mean, I've seen loads on Best of the Worst now that's, you know, fucking, that's out of nowhere, but never has Sinjinor fucking turned. That feels like it's for us, you know? No <laughs> one knows Sinjinor. The thing, the thing about Sinjinor, though, is it's, you know, like we've said before, it's, it's, I just have nothing to say, dude. If you can get joy out of those movies, then good for you. I could, right. I could at one point, but not now. And Sinjinor is, is... Like you say, it's got this special place in our heart because it's the first movie I ever saw priced for less than a pound. It was only fifty p, <laughs> and it was, Which was it, remarkable. It was dreadful, but also it's not a movie like most of them. Most of them aren't movies where it's funny, bad. They're just shit. They're it's, very, very hard work. Didn't we? Didn't we do the it, maths? And it, it, it took us four separate viewings before we could really say that we'd seen all of the movie. I don't think I have seen all of them. Yeah, I have seen it all, but... No, not in one sitting. I think we've managed to piece all of it together. It's like looking through children's art, which we were doing the other day. You know, (laughs) you you sort of expect expect it to be, like, fun, like, shit and funny. Like, ha-ha, they've got the perspective wrong, and it's really... It looks like a cock and stuff like that. But actually, that's quite rare. Usually, it's just like, yeah, this is just... This is just the work of somebody who hasn't developed to a place where they can make good work yet. I could go up in space and, and go uh, backwards around the Earth really fast and it'd be, it be future and it'd be future. me still be age I am. 
and it not matter because you 60% of my age oh always. My, my God, can you not feel one side of your face? You might need to pick up the phone almost immediately. I not felt face for many time. But for a second there, I, there was there was a pang of, <laughs> of worry. I mean, I was like, well, this isn't... This wasn't a bit at first. What? Are you talking, you are you talking about toast. the podcast now? This wasn't. This is what the podcast should be called. This wasn't a bit at first, but we fucked it up. George fluffed the lines, and then we went with it. And here we are, for some reason, con- feeling like we're contractually obliged, even though neither one of us needs to do this. Fifty-four episodes later. Yeah, like a hundred and fuck hours of this nonsense later. Yeah, guess what? Most people don't know is. We usually record for about seven or eight hours to get... <laughs> to really whittle it down <laughs> to a fucking razor fucking edge. Oh, yeah, we don't give you the guff. All right? <laughs> we don't give you no guff. We don't give you no guff. <laughs> Welcome to the Charge Raccoon Schmidt Show. We don't give you no guff. Uh, so... Uh, there's a difference. There's a schism, people! <laughs> I thought... Damien didn't like twins, did you? Tell, tell us no, why I you didn't not. like it. I had a terrible... It's just a, a terrible problem with the soundtrack, of all things. I didn't... I guess I yeah, really okay. didn't have a problem with the movie. It was very hokey in its kind of message. It's obviously very... It's very clean, which I kind of find insufferable. Um, yeah. in a lot of cases. By clean, you but mean it's, it's promoting the idea that you can you can be good no matter who you are, and you're like, fuck that. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you know, Danny DeVito is obviously corrupted, and then if he, he learns the meaning of family, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I get it, but you, you knew from the outset that was going to be the case, but obviously there were so many beats that kept pointing you towards it, it's like, it's a bit, it's, yeah, all right, fine, it's just, it's so sugary, which made it a bit much, but I mean, the thing that I really kind of struggle with, and it's the same thing with um, See No Evil. Yeah. Um, it's yep. just, the, it's a soundtrack, and I just can't, I cannot stomach those 80s electric pianos at all. Well, it, it's funny because I, I also refer to See No he- Evil, Hear No Evil, because I felt that it suffered, I, I agree with you on the soundtrack, but that didn't really bother me. What, what The problem I had with this movie was, I thought the idea was good, I thought the... The opportunity for comedy was good, and I even thought that the characters and acting in this film was good, were good. But like See No Evil, Hear No Evil, it just didn't go anywhere. It just sort of like had this idea, and then it's like, that's the movie, the movie is the idea. Yeah, I would say it was definitely treaded water the whole time. It, it did, yeah, because the idea essentially is, is that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Daniel Day-Lewis are twins. You didn't want to... Correct me there. Danny DeVito. Yeah. The, yeah, I said Daniel Day-Lewis. Did I? Did I, you? Did yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Sorry. I'm I can't feel the left side of your face. Um, <laughs> Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are, are twins, and uh, they're, they're twins that were created essentially in an experiment that, that was trying to create more or less the perfect human. But instead of it creating one perfect human, it created a human who's very, very good and capable. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And a human that's meant to be a piece of shit. And that's Danny DeVito. And they meet each other when they're 40 and they sort of reconcile it. And it's sort of like a buddy movie where they're, 
they're like the odd pair, but they're also brothers and they teach each other things. And I, I thought there was some fucking really good acting in this movie from both of the leads. <laughs> I thought I, I, I genuinely think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is decent in this movie. He yeah. is yeah, this is the best movie he's been in you know, as him. He is this is the best movie he's been in. For acting. And I, I thought he was pretty fucking he was hot shit in junior. <laughs> junior <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. We'll we will be fucking watching Junior. You can bet your bottom dollar. Yeah, I can't. I knew was, I shouldn't have said that. Should yeah, I? I but, should have kept my fucking mouth shut. But but uh, but no, I thought he was pretty decent in this, and I thought he was trying. And um, you see, I, I respect Arnold Schwarzenegger way more than other fucking fucking meathead actors, if you like, because I think that he's never really tried to be an actor. I think you know he he tries to be sort of charismatic and sort of fun. And in yeah, the, in, yeah, I in, agree. Uh, but in this movie, he's trying to act, and he's doing a good job. Every time you say he's, tr- you know, he's acting, you can't say it without fucking chuckling. <laughs> I don't think you really believe it, i got to be you honest. Know, I mean, to be honest with you, I, <laughs> he's sort of limited by that fucking accent and that face. You know, I mean, he is... Freakish. Well, that's a. I, I, it's really kind of shitty, but that's kind of why they picked both these guys, right? <laughs> well, I don't mean it in a shitty way. I'm just being honest. I mean, you know, he's you know fantastically strong and everything, and all of that. And I don't think he's. I don't think he's ugly exactly or anything. But he, no, he's a weird-looking man, and he's sort of limited by that, if nothing else. And um, well, the one thing that I, th- you know, I. I would just see um, like the title twins, twins, twins and, and I just thought, yeah, fine, the twins. It's just kind of this oddball. <laughs> yeah, there is there, there is a bit of that. Oh no, I mean totally. Not, yeah. But what I didn't really, I didn't fucking clock until I watched it earlier this afternoon is that basically everything is set up on this idea of this eugenics experiment, which yeah. is just fucking nuts. Nuts, yeah. Which I did nothing with. I mean. That could have easily been fleshed out. I mean, they, you know, they talk about you know being on the hunt for all, uh, you know uh, for their mum, and obviously you know uh, Danny Vito's got his own thing going on, what have you. And they talk about these six deaths that they're going to track down. They just do nothing with it. I mean, it's just it's, it's the same as seeing no evil, hear no evil. It's a it's a premise. You know, that's the, the premise where one man's blind, one man's deaf. Can they work together? What will they work together on? A uh, uh, dual movie heist uh, yeah. microchip. It's just, it's lazy. It's it's sort of, you know, movies are very lazy now. Movies were very lazy then. It's just sort of a different laziness, I guess. Yeah, I just think they should have dispensed with the whole kind of family fun frolic bullshit. Yeah. And then just kind of focus more on that kind of, you know, that sci-fi element. Because I kind of want to know what the political climate must have been in that cinematic universe where they felt the need to kind of breed the perfect human being. Arnold think, Schwarzenegger yeah. plays this character in this movie that has never been to... Uh, anything like modern society he's lived in like a science bubble for 40 years he's never had sex he's never had a girlfriend he's never really had a conversation with somebody who isn't a scientist that's fucking wrong it is fucking it's weird like someone like that would be fucking fascinating and like one of the if they wanted to kind of portray any of these kind of situations in a vaguely real capacity if there was this mystery baby one i don't believe that you know some kind of government uh, science project wouldn't have ultrasound technology so the 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 
second baby shouldn't have been a surprise for anybody. But surely if they figured out that it was the, you know, the genetic garbage, they, I don't see why they would have put the baby up for adoption. They just fucking, well, they just mercy flushed it as soon as they fucking got their hands on it. So I want to know why they preserved Danny DeVito. What did they see in his future? What was the, what was the relevance there? And also there's like a lot of animosity towards Danny DeVito from some of those scientists. And it, yeah, they fucking know, hate him. They, they hate not sugarcoat it. And it's like, why? Why? Like, you've already said he had the worst genes. Like, if anything, it's sort of like, God, you've actually done pretty well for yourself, Danny DeVito, to, yeah. you know, to be honest. <laughs> you say, know. like, really bad genes. Like, we expected you to have several, several Cancers fucking tumors. Now, yes. Yeah. Oh, to be, be consumed by it before you turn 20. The <laughs> fact that you were alive. The, the whole I thing. Mean, granted, you're a little bit short, but fuck it out. You got a bit of vim and vigor in you, my good chum. Good for you. Oh, I expected you to be in jail. Like, in fairness, he's a he's a small time crook at worst. He doesn't fuck. He's not touching anybody. He's not hurting anybody really. He's a bit of a dick, but actually, he's sort of cool. He's he was cool to his brother. Fuck off. Fuck off, judging Teddy Devito, you prick. Yeah, that that's always the fucking mistake. You're only going to look foolish when you you know you come against him. Everybody loves him for fucks. Ah, fuck here now. Yeah, but it is very righteous when Arnold gets mad for Danny DeVito and slams that fucking run ham right into that doctor's face. (laughs) (laughs) They just fleshed out the wrong parts, and what they fleshed out, they did fuck all with, really. Because I would have liked it if, you know, it was all... You know, they, they go on this quest to kind of reunite with their their six fathers, right? And it's more of a fucking TV show at this point. It's quite, you know, it's a long fucking arc. And they find out there's this big fucking conspiracy. That's why they separate the twins. Someone got in the ball. They find, you know, they, they find their six dads and they realize, you know, once they know that they're alive, they try to get them back together. You know, the dads have this idea with like, the, they've got this like Cronenberg machine. They try to get the fucking twins through it to kind of create this ungodly monster, which was like the whole purpose of the experiment in the first place. I mean, there's, there's, there was just more to go with that. And like, ah, so, so is this Cronenberg machine something you just step in and you, when you come out, you're just a fucking monster? Oh, well, no, they, they, you know, they're going to fucking super collide them, you know, like the fucking fly. Right. So they, get, they fucking throw in, you know, Arnie and fucking uh, Frank and, and fucking Frank. Yeah. And they've, you know, See, they, now, they, but they, now you're saying Frank, I'm thinking of Frank Sidebottom again. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. That just came flooding back to me. Oh, my good God. So they collide. So what they do is they collide Arnold Schwarzenegger and Frank Sidebottom. It's Frank Sidebottom now. <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. It ends up with Arnold Schwarzenegger and it's almost the same, except he's got Hey Arnold's head. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, he comes out almost exactly the same. Maybe a couple of inches taller, but he just has Danny DeVito's face lodged in his fucking chest growing out. <laughs> but for some reason, Danny DeVito's face is half the size. <laughs> It's just really small in between his pecs. Well, no, 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 I, okay, so now what I'm thinking is the way, okay, so the way it merges them, maybe this is sort of what you're saying. I'm struggling to, I'm struggling to form the image of what you're saying there. Are you talking about then that it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's body up until about the sort of mid rib cage, and that's when like Arnold Schwarzenegger's upper rib cage sort of becomes Danny DeVito's lower rib cage. So Danny no, DeVito is like on top of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but almost sort of like a snake. So he's kind of like hanging out, as it were. So as... it's almost like maybe like Arnold Schwarzenegger's shoulders are still sort of coming out of Danny DeVito's mid to upper ribcage. So Danny DeVito has his arms and then below them immediately are Arnold Schwarzenegger's arms. 
So Arnold Schwarzenegger's basically intact, except his head, which presumably is inside Danny DeVito. <laughs> what I'm more or less saying is Danny DeVito is sat on Arnold Schwarzenegger's head. <laughs> and just kind of and, but melted the le- down. But, but the legs are a non-starter. That's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, that's an interesting image. Yeah. And, and it's him versus Mark Wahlberg with the fucking dwarves on his legs. Fight, fight, fight. That's not fair. It's two against three. All right, we're going to have to get some Marky Mark through the fucking Cronenberg machine. No, <laughs> oh no, because we're oh no, because we're going to put okay. So that's that that's, right, no, that's no, no, the we, combo, we, right? We put so it's, fucking it's Frank, Frank Sidebottom, and Schwarzenegger on one side, and then Marky Mark and the two dwarves on the other side. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so we need to no, no. So we have got fucking Devito and fucking Schwarzenegger. We need to get a third person that yeah. can be the so, fucking Sidebottom. That's thing. that's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. Yes, Frank Sidebottom. Listen. Oh man, you, uh, you did. You said nothing about fucking Devito, man. Did, I got lost. Did you say? Did you say the side bottom thing? The side bottom thing. Yes, I said that as a few minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, I like to think then that when it does meld them all together, it's just exactly what I said. It's just that Danny Devito is wearing that that mask, and the actual person in the Frank side bottom mask is just has just gone. <laughs> you know, they, they, Arnold Schwarzenegger's just got a bit more blood inside of him now. Doesn't really nece- doesn't necessarily expand the mass. Just you know, in terms of blood pressure, he's very, very, very red now. There's a famous. Lo- always, it always looks like he's just finished like a twenty k run. There's in- a, fa- a famous review of one of his movies saying that he looks like a condom full of walnuts. <laughs> Yeah, that is right, but it's also like a condom full of walnuts, wal- walnuts, walnuts and blood. God, what a despicable fucking image. I'm not saying he's not oh, a good person. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just thinking about condoms filled with blood and walnuts, so I'm going to see if I can't Google that. <laughs> You'll definitely find shit with bloody condom, dude. <laughs> Don't, you know. We've, we've already established that you are a naive Googler. Yes, yes, of course. No, I've just got walnuts uh, so far. Very disappointing. Type in shattered <laughs> testicles. Fuck off. No fucking way. You want to, though, don't you? You really want oh, to. Oh, more than anything else. But I won't. Oh, imagine, I, imagine. I enjoy oh, my innocence. Oh, imagine there's an image on the second line, about three in. Oh, God. And you don't. You know what it is, but you have to click on it to enlarge it still. You know it's not going to be. You've got it up. But... No, I haven't. I haven't even typed it in. No, but I, I know exactly where. It's going to be something like that. It's going to be something where you know what it is. And you'll always remember it anyway. It's already made its indelible mark into your brain. But it hasn't really <laughs> registered how disgusting it is. And there's something about it which you can't fucking resist. There's something about it where you just have to not not only like enlarge it, you have to like make sure your eyes go all over this image. You you take it all in. Because if you don't understand everything you can, if you don't absorb everything, then you'll you'll just be thinking about it like, well, what if it was this? What if it was this? No, you have to know. It's like that time we Googled bizarre and i spelt bizarre wrong i was about 15 right and we googled bizarre in google and one of the first images that came up with like was uh, someone's vagina filled with cigarettes and it was a tiny thumbnail it was like 100 by 200 uh. pixels and we couldn't enlarge it and we knew what it was but it was like how the fuck does that even work but we, and we couldn't uh. enlarge it to like discover what the fuck it was like please god let it be like some novelty underwear or something. Please, God, let it be that. But we knew it wasn't, but we could never verify it. And that's haunted me that I could never fucking verify that. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, I've, there's a bit of a close second here because I pulled the trigger. 
and it's a little bit more vanilla than you'd expect, actually. We're talking shattered There's testicles, right? Shattered testicles, that's <laughs> what I put in. So obviously underneath the photo, it gives you a little bit of a bit of writing here. And what it reads is, lesson number six, emergencies in pediatric urology. So that's that's what I've uh, that's what I've my mind has just absorbed. Okay, but but what 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 is the image? Well, the, well, two look like X-rays, and then you have a baby dick, and then in the next picture, the final picture is that baby dick being cut open. I don't know what I expected. To be honest, I I don't know why I asked. <laughs> I, I it's uh, yeah. So there you go. I don't know. Didn't think I'd see a baby dick today. Let alone that happening to it. There's a movie I watched recently that has a baby, a baby <laughs> dick in it <laughs> for like a second. It's, um, I can't remember what it is. It's something recent, I think. It, you know, it's something, um, it's, some, it's some fantasy movie or something that probably came out in the last two years. And there's a baby, in, baby dick in that for a second. And I honestly thought, how the fuck did they get that way with that? <sighs> I guess there's nothing wrong with, oh man. It's just yeah, offensively small, all right? That's, that's, it's just weird. It's just weirdly small. That's the problem. So that it's a baby's <laughs> dick. It's that it's a small dick. Yes. Yeah, so can, can, we, can we go back? Can we just CG that baby with a bigger dick, please? <laughs> he needs to look like a fucking titan, this baby. <laughs> Listen, like, look, we know these babies are sexy. But what I'm saying is these babies could be sexy. And that's where right? YouTube pulled the plug. <laughs> They've had their hand on, on the wire for quite a while, but just waiting for that. Well, steal my candle and mail it to some Scottish listener in Brompton, if it isn't time for your horoscope. Sagittarius, November 22nd to December 21st. If you've been on the odds with a relative or close friend of late, culture some peacekeeping vibes. Inspire and cultivate an attitude of rapprochement. Take the high road and extend an olive branch of kindness and acceptance. They will appreciate the gesture, greeting you with open arms and what you assume is a smile, before falling to the floor, twitching uncontrollably in a dance of unbridled joy at your willingness to cast aside quarrels and bury hatchets, venting their bowels in a fit of joy before becoming completely motionless, their bodies failing them, in the face of your Christ-like calm and stoicism. As you stand over them, holding the branch, you will wonder if the cold-eyed man who sold you the tree limb was on the up and up. He was in quite the hurry. Funny name, Novichok. And you will wonder from where he hails. No point worrying about it now, however. Now is a time of action best you put a bit of stick about before the local bobbies catch wind of what has transpired. You'll have to bury the hatchet a few more times if you want your friend and or loved one to be easier to move. You always did say you loved them to pieces, didn't you? I have Fuck off your goblin faced harlequin. Sorry about that. Where were we? Ah, yes. Trouble on the home front. The dishevelled vagrant who primarily resides behind the fried chicken delicatessen on your street will begin to violently rant at the mere sight of you, casting his arms about 
pointing in what can only be accusation, he will plead desperately to those around to understand. You'll thank God for the twin-pronged lance of poor dentistry and substance abuse, for all around will fail to understand a word the poor man has to say. But pay heed, this could, however, still cramp your style. Though overall, he is unintelligible, it seems his ramblings assert various acts of carnal self-pleasure, glistening well-lubricated bodies, plectrums and frets, shimmering and undulating in the dead of night in an affront to God and decency. He only ever gets this way when you're around, points out your neighbor, that saccharine cunt, with his distinct accusatory yet questioning air. He's always been suspicious of you, though you've been nothing but neighborly, if only he knew the truth. But you know, you know what you did. You share a bond with this octogenarian street dweller, one he would sooner forget. You can see the poor vagrant in there beneath the glassy surface of those pleading eyes, screaming to forget that which you have inadvertently shared. You know why he is the way he is. You remember that evening as well as he. But you stare back indifferently. You refuse to take all the blame for this. It was three in the AM, so you didn't think to hide your private dalliances from prying eyes. But the floor-to-ceiling windows of your living room would have proved quite the stage were one inclined to see. You wonder now if perhaps this is why Mrs. McGiggins from 23 across the way took her own life. Can your love truly be said to be this abhorrent? At any rate, it'll all come up roses for you in the end. The carpal tunnel you'll inflict on yourself that night will set you up with workers' comp for life, though your poor guitar may never hold a tune the same way again. Wait and see. Maybe the solution here is not less, but more. Maybe you'll try again tonight. Leave the windows open. Put on a rip-roaring show. Maybe seeing you again hunched over your trusty old Stratocaster will be all it takes to break the old man. That would be money for spare jam now, wouldn't it? Your lucky locale this week is Cheyenne Mountain. Your lucky time, one minute to midnight. And your lucky number is 000000. That's six zeros. So dear listener, it is time for us to part again. Time for me to say goodbye and good luck. But before you go, might I just ask that you turn your key. I said, turn your key. I don't know if it was because of the frequency of use or just a question of personal taste. But he then elaborated that it just, he needed to, it required more padding. It needed to be tighter. So he, I don't know where he got the padding from. Presumably there were other toys lying around. Like, Which he cannibalized. Again. Yeah, pretty much. And then just stuffed that up Garfield's ass and then presumably fucked it right in there. And apparently it worked a fucking charm. Do you know what? But, I mean, it's, you know what I mean Garfield had this horrible distended belly, but like the fucking head, you could tell how much he padded it because you could tell what the original shape of the doll must have been ju- looking at Garfield's head. Now, Garfield's head was fucking sagging. Uh, it... I mean, I guess it was. It would have been paltry to call it a stuffed toy to begin with. It would have been a very cheap fucking thing. But his belly was so horribly fucking dist- distended.
ended it. He's like, he really fucking worked it in there. Just, and I feel this would have happened in several fucking sessions, man. Just, and I'm sure that stuffing in there would have been like fucking concrete with all the fucking cum that had fucking mashed up in there. It's like I'm having this out-of-body experience where I've, I've like suddenly got perspective on my life. And I've realized with you describing this very accurately, by the way, that this is incredibly weird. But at the same time, this is by nowhere near even like my top 20 weird stories or anything. This is just... A, <laughs> no, seriously, this is just another weird weird thing a weirdo that I knew did once and I've realized that I've met people from well all around the world who have fucking weird stories sort of like as weird as that people are just kind of gross aren't they they are because that in, in a way that disgusting. that weirdness is sort of normal like I bet I bet lots of people do weird shit like that oh no doubt but I don't understand why fucking... Uh, <laughs> I don't understand why fucking Garfield... I don't understand why that would be more pleasurable than just using your hand. I don't know. Maybe he's, he was... <laughs> I, did, I tried to... I, I hate to say the word. Maybe it was, in his mind, preparation. <laughs> the simulator sector was helping him train. <sighs> but in all fairness, we, we knew the guy. He was just fucking weird. I mean, the, the, I, I'm sure there was a logic to him, but it's not going to be... I don't think he'll ever be present to us, so... Maybe he just wanted to fuck Garfield. There's no way. There's no way I could do anything to Garfield. There's no way I could even like wipe my dick with Garfield and not think about Bill Murray's voice. I mean, I think this is this precedes the Bill Murray movies, but you know, I, I, I'm convinced. I mean, he never specified face down, but maybe that's my own. That's what I'm bringing to the table because I think I could probably achieve that myself, but I couldn't have Garfield looking at me while I was doing it. I mean, that would be quite an interesting Garfield panel, wouldn't it? Of just Garfield eating this, these leftover lasagnas and John's just there having a wank in front of him. So sort of, not looking at him, just doesn't care. Just, you know, whatever. Garfield's it's, got his face in a little lasagna, you know, his tail's up and just, John's behind him fucking look, no, staring it's straight just, it's just, it. It's just, you know, John, that's what John's doing. It's just a cat. John doesn't care. John doesn't care if the cat sees him having a wank. The yeah, cat, well, I mean, yeah, it's well, a house pet. Yeah, it's a house pet. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know. Like millions of animals must have seen. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Human beings really do need to have their libidos turned off for a decade or two. I think so, you know, yeah. Just so they can work some things problems. Out. What a weird conclusion to our conversation yeah. about twins. Yeah, so that's twins, everybody. <laughs> Thanks very much. Stop doing sex. Oh, well, thank you very much. Bye. <laughs>